Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And uh, if I sound tired or uh, it's because uh, I got my uh, COVID shot today. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I, I act like I'm surprised when I know you did. <laughs> I <told laughs> so, you. Sorry. Just for <laughs> dramatic effect. No, I think I feel tired because I, 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 I worked hard like yesterday. And well, work hard today. We've also hit that point in like the weather where it's like really going from like hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold. And I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming, but we've entered the pollinating season. Yeah. Pollen is really bad over here. Okay. Like you'll get a dusting of yellow dust all over the. I hate that so much. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as for haunted update, not really. We tried to go investigate a uh, uh, old library um, in Morehead City the other day, but uh, apparently the curator didn't show up. Yeah, so so uh, hopefully we get in there next week, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll have something up for you next Friday. Hopefully, if we get yeah. in, we don't know yet. So yeah. uh, we'll hopefully get rescheduled sometime. And if you guys aren't following the paranormal like investigating teams page, it is at No Quarter Paranormal, and you can find them on Twitter. Uh, Facebook and TikTok. I think they have a Twitch too and Instagram. So make sure to follow them because we are part of that team now. So if you want to yeah. know more, yeah, make sure to follow. But on to today's subject of superstitions and prophecies yeah. and their correlation or uncorrelation. But a lot of the time they do seem to not cause something, but um, the idea of a superstition, and we're going to talk a little bit like the most common superstitions and like where they came from, the idea of being superstitious and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then prophecies from the great uh, people who've laid, you know, let's say fortune tellers, but people who put prophecies in from the past, like Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. Um, Alavanga. Alavanga. No, uh, not Alavanga. What is that? It's not like a pasta dish. <laughs> <laughs> Pasta Lavanga. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting her name, but the, Baba the, Vanga. Baba Vanga. Yeah. Baba Yaga. No, Baba. No, okay, that's. What'd you call her? Baba Yaga. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think that's it. That's a lesson for Boogie Man. Oh. Anyway, okay, um, you're... no, I, I always forget her name, but she was like the, the New Age most Thomas. Yeah, she was in 1911. Like that was when she was born. So she was way ahead of, I mean, way behind Nostradamus. Nostradamus was 1503 to 1566. Yeah, but a lot of his stuff, okay, I guess we're talking like about he, that first, yeah. uh, prophecies. Okay. Um, a lot of his stuff was extremely vague, mm-hmm. right, and stuff like that, which left a lot of stuff open for interpretation of different things. And so, I, And I think that's, like, most of them kind of do that, because, like, research I was looking at is, like, it's like, like I think Baba Vanga, one of her things for 2021 was like a three-headed dragon is going to emerge. But that can mean symbolism for something else. Yeah. You know? So, plus two, I think, depending on what people truly believe that these people are saying, I think it can alter the timeline. <laughs> I really do, because like, I don't know. I, I I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it affects, like, knowing the future. Like, I know I personally don't want to know what's going to happen currently. Well, you know what I mean? Like in the future, I think like 
I don't know. I think sometimes stuff shouldn't be said kind of thing, you know, or alters. Well, even the most powerful psychics and stuff like that, their precognition, right, is mm-hmm. only a glimpse of the future. And sometimes they're not, it's far off to a point where they can't recognize it when it happens. Or it's so soon that there's not a lot of time to react. Yeah. Right? And you got to think someone from 15, in the 1500s, someone even early 1900s, how are they really going to predict and detail something that's thousands of years away? Well, it goes with the Bible. Um, and I forget what book it was, but when, I think it's the Rapture, not Rapture, mm-hmm. but in the Revelations, mm-hmm. right? I think it was John or someone who was saying that um, there would be giant locusts in the sky with teeth and stuff like that. He, if he saw the future, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, whatever time, you know, AD, like, Two, three, four, five, ten AD, right? Mm-hmm. A helicopter will look like a giant bug in the sky. He has no idea what that is. Yeah. Explosions, gunfire, stuff like that. He has no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's seeing the future. Like we saw about a thousand to two thousand years in the future. We wouldn't be able to recognize some of the stuff. Yeah. Granted, we're more technology advanced than they were, but still, if we see things like, you know, someone holding a floating like disc in front of their face and it's showing like inside something else and you see them walk into it and they go to another another place like how the hell you know we're just freaking out and stuff like that so yeah um his concept of future was way off uh, way off but he couldn't explain it in a way that we now would understand mm-hmm. yeah so like most dramas probably did the yeah. same thing yeah and it's crazy because like i know i read different things like some psychics predicted covid some psychics predicted, or not psychics, but like kids with abilities, predicted nine eleven, predicted tsunamis, predicted like that one big tsunami in Thailand. Mm-hmm. They predicted that. The only thing that has came to me that I think that's like far out that would happen is the furthest that I've ever kind of like seen something is I think this year. North Carolina is going to get hit again with another hurricane that's pretty pretty brutal. Da, 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 da. You heard it here first, everyone. Breaking news. No. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's possible it won't happen. Or the timeline, someone hears this, too many people hear this, too many people will start preparing and it changes the timeline type of thing. You keep saying that. Right. Changes the timeline. What are you talking about? I feel like... You're telling me if we do something acknowledging we change what the timeline would have been. I think so. Then it means there is no timeline. It means it's continually changing. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Amnibra. Amnibra. Ew. I'm trying to think of the word. I forgot. It, I don't know. I don't know why I keep saying that, but that's what I feel for some reason. So. I well, the timeline keeps changing from different perspectives and stuff like that. It's because it's almost like quantum mechanics in a sense that if enough people focus on a certain thought and it was it a fulfilling prophecy, self-fulfilling prophecy, mm-hmm. right? Things don't happen because you think they're going to happen, so they don't happen because you're concentrating on them happening. Mm-hmm. It's almost a convoluted way of thinking, but it explains the the uh, we call it the paradox of um, trying to predict the future. Because if things change, the fact that you see it because you act in a way of trying to prevent it from happening, what you see, you don't change anything. You just it, you're, what you saw will change because you're preparing for it to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the idea of self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know. I know uh, in April I'm having kind of uh, doing some bonus episodes with some other people that have psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to kind of ask their perspective on that too because like I'm not far enough into my abilities to kind of tell you. But I don't know. That's just what I think. 
But there's the idea of, um, I know we did this episode already, but time travelers, right? Mm -hmm. They're not predicting the future. They're already telling you what happened. So people say Matt Groin is a time traveler, right? Because of Simpsons and stuff. But what if he's just a powerful precog and he gets glimpses of the future and he adds that into his stories? Yeah. Right? And it doesn't say he gets everything right, right? He doesn't get a lot of stuff right. He gets some, some stuff wrong. But some of the stuff that he does get right is like, holy crap, how did he even know that? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And I think that's why some people, some psychics that are kind of powerful get certain dates. And then all of a sudden, you know, like how they get, oh, something big is going to happen this date and then it doesn't happen. I wonder if that has something to do with, like, too many people know that date and it freaks. And Not that they prepare, but they're aware of it. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, freaks the timeline out and, like, reverts and does something different. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> I didn't think I would have this conversation. My, my brain's at, at like, half capacity right now because I'm tired. <laughs> um, but. The way when you the idea that a prophecy could change a timeline, or enough people focus on the idea of it existing, like say, uh, what is that? Um, Psychomantium, right? If enough people believe in one object to be haunted, it becomes haunted, right? If enough people mm-hmm. believe in some dark entity, it becomes real in existence, like Slenderman, right? Enough people believe that he's real, he becomes real, right? Mm-hmm. Like our minds create it, we all well, manifest it into reality. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing I think people don't understand is the mind is very powerful. And I I think some people don't give their minds, like, credit. Like, if people really truly tapped into their minds, there would be some insane stuff happening. Shit, look at me. I'm finding out slowly but surely that I'm autodivergent, neurodivergent, and visual divergent. I think I'm everything divergent. Um... And probably have ADHD, which I never knew that I did. Why are you looking at me like that? And the reason I, I, I say that is because, um, well, TikTok's been helping me out with that one. But I learned to control all the symptoms of people who would have regular ADD or ADHD when I was young because I thought it was normal. Because when I was a kid and stuff like that, back in old... 2001 or 1999 right um we didn't know what the hell add was or adhd right we just thought kids were hyperactive when you gave them too much sugar you know but it's it's a sense of that i controlled my own mind by practice and focus because i didn't realize it was different no one told me it was different so i learned to control every like drifting off into space and focusing on something you shouldn't be focusing on and surviving high school with, you know, decent grades. <laughs> Though math kicked my ass. I hate math so much. Um, but yeah, uh, like so some people, I'm not saying you're weak minded if you need medication to, for ADHD and ADD stuff. I'm not saying that, but I didn't know I needed it. So I prevailed through it because yeah. it was like, it never was told to me. So if, you know, if I'm capable of doing it with my mind and stuff like that, other people are capable of doing greater things with theirs if they have, if they take enough time to meditate, to focus, to understand, and to go into yourself in a sense. And when you do that, then you could probably alter things, change things, or even um, get rid of something. Yeah. Which is why I think prophecy, essentially, is given to some people. Now, 
like I said, with psychics and stuff like that, with, with precog and stuff like you get vague things. You might see like an image of something and you understand it, but then when it comes around, you get deja vu because like, oh shit, that's what I saw, right? Yeah, that's happened to me yeah. a lot recently. It's almost like a confirmation of that you're on the right path, right? Or you might get a warning that something will happen within a matter of minutes mm-hmm. and you try to take that warning because you see it happening. Mm-hmm. Right, you've had a few cases where that's happened to you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's and like for right now, like with me, it's only like I only see certain things happening. Like it, it's normally within that same day, so like my my abilities haven't like, or it might be. I think the most my like span of time has been like three to four days. I don't think it's been anything take super long actually no i take that back i take that back because this case is about a month away that i think is gonna approach us you think a month by the end of like towards the end of march early april Mm. is what i'm getting at but i don't know i had like this this i have this feeling and this like dream and not dream yeah i guess it morphed into my dreams now um about a case that I think the paranormal team is going to have to go on uh, that I think is coming up. And I'm getting, like, details of it. Um, and it's sporadic. Well, that's the thing, too. Your, I guess, precog essence, but your prophecy of what you see is built on emotion because you feel it, right? Mm-hmm. And it shows your empathness, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Someone who's more visualized sense of psychic might actually see it happen, right? Like, say, Nostradamus was a psychic, and he didn't know he was. He's technically he, a seer. A seer. A reputed, a reputed, reputed, I don't know what that word is that I cannot the pronounce. <laughs> R-E-P-U-T-E-D. Reputed. Reputive. Reputed. Why? God, I can't say it. I don't know the words you speak. Yeah. Uh. It's seer. I know that word. Yeah. That's what you do to beef when on the the grill. Seer? (laughs) Oh my god, someone arrested me. It took you a long time to get that one. (laughs) Dad joke. Dad joke. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh. So yeah, he was a, a seer. Was always seer. Yeah, yeah. he was a astrolo- a French astrologer and reputed seer, reputed seer. Well, reputed seer. I mean, he could get a technically been psychic, and his precognis was visualized, so mm-hmm. he saw a lot of things in the future that he couldn't explain. So he wrote them all down. Like apparently, he supposedly predicted uh, the rise of Hitler, mm-hmm. right. death of Henry the Second, Great Fire of London, the coming of Adolf Hitler. The Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombs. What do I call it? Aldolf. (laughs) Don't make fun of my pronunciations. Uh, Aldolf Hitler. No, I I suck. Like, for the... Okay, take that out, too. (laughs) We'll cut this. We'll cut this in post. (laughs) No, um, I don't... I suck at pronouncing, like, names. Like, for the longest time, you know... The the Victoria's God forbid we meet any fans and you're calling about a wrong name. No, you know, it's something else. I used to call James Corden James Cordon. <laughs> you miss fancy pants? <laughs> Give me a great poop on. I don't eat regular mustard. <laughs> no, um, and then I used to 
I can't even say her name the right way. You know the model, and she turned like an actress. Kara is her first name. Kara Knightley. No, Kara. Kara. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't. Okay, because I call her Kara the Evangeline. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's right or wrong. The Evangeline. No, it's the actress. Like I know who you're talking about. You know the hunt. The, we call it Carla Delavine. The Enchantress. Say it again. Huh? It's a Cara Delevingne, right? Yeah, and yeah. I say Cara D'Evangeline. <laughs> you add extra letters. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. No, I know who she is. She's the Enchantress in Suicide Squad. Well, she's done other movies, but yes. that's I remember so, her from. Yes. Yeah. So I just, I suck at saying names. Right, continue with your list. Um, <laughs> and he also predicted the Kennedy assassination. Like we got to figure out like what he said exactly because to say Kennedy would get assassinated, I was like, "What a great leader in in the West would be assass be shot twice in two different angles, Ew. and one of them coming from his own one of his own Secret Service." Mm. By the way, that's one of the episodes in the future. Uh, not conspiracy theories, but conspiracy theories that are becoming with more evidence behind it, like the Kennedy assassination. Well, like, and then Baba Vanga. Basically, has an eighty-five percent success rate at predicting things. Mm. She did the Kursk nuclear submarine disaster. She predicted ISIS, the Syrian gas attack, Brexit. Uh, Penis. No, she predicted something about the September eleventh attacks. Uh, that Vladimir Putin oh, would win the two thousand eighteen election. And she supposedly is predicting World War Three. There will be no World War Three. Yeah. The only way World War Three, and like this is not to say a a. This is my opinion on it. This is like it's. I've watched many a video of uh, possibilities of future wars and stuff like that, and they all agree on the sense that with nuclear weapons, there will be no World War Three. There'll be a nuclear holocaust because we'll fight our nukes. They'll fight their nukes, and we just blow the whole damn world up. Unless you could disable all nukes across the world, that's the only way we actually have like an actual war. Mm-hmm. But no, her war were through. Essentially, if she saw it, would be something without nukes. When did she die? Mm-hmm. She was born in nineteen eleven. When did she like what? Nineteen eighty nine, maybe. I think I think around that time. Nineteen ninety. She lived that that old. Nineteen ninety six. Jeez. Yeah, so she lived a uh, yeah. long time. So yeah, she saw the decree. But she was blind too. That was another thing. She was blind for her entire life. Mm-hmm. Since so childhood. She, how does she know what a something looks like? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Born August eleventh. Died at eighty four. But I guess moving on to the other half of our subject tongue, uh, uh, superstitions. Mm-hmm. Right. Superstitions ain't the way. I don't even think that's the line. I, I mean, you I had the melody right, but you're I- awful singer, so. Hey. <laughs> no, superstitions, right? God Everyone. replaced my, uh, or whomever, replaced my singing skills with cooking skills, okay? Most superstitions arose over the course of centuries and rooted in religion, hysterical, hysterical, historical, and uh, historical, 
Why am I saying that wrong? God, I'm fucking tired. Historical circumstances such as religious beliefs of natural environment. For instance, you know geckos mm-hmm. are to believe to be mid uh, medical value in Asian countries. Mm. Geckos, and I sold them as pets at PetSmart. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, but no, that's what I always thought superstitions were. Where right? a sense of like the universe can put a hex or curse on you if you do something wrong in the wrong way at the wrong time in the wrong place. Like walking underneath a ladder is bad luck, right? Oh, if you walk underneath a ladder, you get cursed by the universe to have bad luck at a certain time, right? Yeah, like I know one. Well, it's kind of I don't know how well it's around the world, but I know my grandmother. She's like full blooded Italian, and her thing is don't put new shoes on the table. Why? I don't know. She's always told me that. <laughs> She's like, don't put your shoes on the table. Well, I got like a list. if you bought like they're still in the shoe box, they're in the bag, and you put the bag on the table. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It's fucking weird. I don't know. Ask her. I don't know why she got that, but apparently it's an Italian thing. So, your grandmothers do that too, and they're Italian. Let me know. Or your mothers. Your mamas. Um, Before I move on to the list of superstitions, um, go do a or talk about our sponsor, H two O capsule. Uh, What? You want to do it, Juan? No. All right, I'll let Juan do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, as I got this H2O capsule, it's a, we call it a water bottle from, from a Christmas parties. And he likes it a lot because you can keep your keys and you keep your wallet and credit cards, whatever. And it holds like up to a gallon. I know he got me one. It's a, with the Mexican flag on it. So it's pretty cool. Right? Uh, I think it's custom made because I don't think they made it like that. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, see. Okay. He told me. All right. So yeah. And I take it to work and it lasts me all day when I work on the hot sun. You know? Because I had to go building shit and all that. But uh, no, it's a good wild ball if you want one. You say go to their website and use the code SHADOWS8. That's uh, SHADOWS8 to get to get 10% off on your thing. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon, but I don't know if the, it's a, we call it the, uh, the discount works or not. But uh, yeah, you can uh, you can get it from you can get it from there. And uh, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. All right, you're done. You're done. All right, go, go. <laughs> anyway, um... Why are you looking at me like that? What? Maybe I'm getting a vision. Oh, sorry. No, just kidding. I just <laughs> stared off in space. All right. My eyes went a little cross-eyed there for a second. I don't know why. You want okay. me to get Cletus next time? No, thanks. Okay. He's, he's, he's itching to come in here. Ew, I don't like Cletus. <laughs> that guy. Anyway. Um, the list of superstitions. Now, some of you might heard, but this is all around the world. Right. Uh, the most common, the most people you see everyone do, right? Mm-hmm. Knocking on wood. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, like, oh, you know, I've never broken a leg. Knock on wood, you know. Make it, make it won't happen. Like, because you're saying it will, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Um, you probably heard of knocked on wood to avoid jinxing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. At some point in your life, without knowing why, this is widely known superstition and is modern take from medieval times, where... European churchgoers would touch wood. Uh, oh, sorry, would touch wood. The churches, what? Touch wood churches, or touch touch the church wood uh, that claimed it was from the cross. So, um, 
touching the wood supposedly gave the connection to divinity and thus good luck. So touching wood back then would be, you know, a sign of, you know, blessing yourself in a sense. So do time and ages and passing them down, knocking a wood on jinx you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I know we've probably seen a few of these working in customer service. Hmm. The evil eye or the stink eye. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Has someone ever uh, complimented something uh, you own for only for a uh, only for, only for it later to be broken or ruined? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, that's a nice purse you got there. And then it gets like wet or something. Mm-hmm. Um, some superstitions or some superstitious folk might say that was the evil eye at work. To guard against such disastrous gazes, people in Turkey have have, have an amulet called the Nazar Bukidgu. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. Okay. All right. Uh, the charms that typically blue and white. Blue is thought to be a to ward evil. Uh, the ward off evil eye as well to resemble eye themselves. So if you have like a good looking eye charm thing. Anyway, uh, black cats and birds, mostly black cats, right? You know, a black cat crosses your path. Ah! You know, yeah. where people like that get freaked actually out. happened to me quite a few times. I'm trying to think of anything bad ended up happening. Like recently, like about a month ago, I had two cats cross my path. Yeah, well, people say, "Oh, it's a black cat." You know why? Because the black cats get a bad rap because of their association with witches, mm-hmm. right? Especially around Halloween. That's why I know it's allowed to adopt cats around Halloween. Black cats, especially, or white ones. Really? Because I suppose they get sacrificed. Mm. Which I, I, I find that atrocious because I'm a cat person. Yeah. Anyway. Um, apparently, black crows or ravens, right, are seen as bad luck as well because they are related to death. Mm. So if you see like a black crow in a tree go looking at you and stuff like that, some superstitions say that it's a sign that you're going to die soon or something. Well, that's scary. Yeah. Or like a black crow or something staring at you right away. This is a weird one, mm. right? I never knew this, and mm. I it's relates to me because I do this at night all the time. Mm. Apparently, trimming your nails at night is bad luck. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Apparently, it's bad luck to trim your finger or toenails after dark, at least according to superstitions in Turkey. India, South Korea, or one Japanese superstition even claims that you could uh, have a premature death. Where mm. the fuck did they come from? Um... From history takes, uh, knives and other sharp cutting tools would be used to trim long nails. Darkness pulls sharp objects, and then lack of medical access could have equally deadly infections. So essentially that, you know, people back in the old-timey days, they would cut their fingernails and toenails with blades and stuff like that. And if you do it in the dark, you could injure yourself and you would essentially die Uh from infection. So I think that's where it comes from. Which, you know, nowadays we got, you know, super fancy nail clipping tools and such. Um, this one's weird. Hmm. Tuesday the 13th. You know, we all heard of Friday the 13th, but Tuesday? Tuesday, as they say in some parts of the United States. Yeah, this one. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're going off in your own trances. Sorry, I'm getting some stuff. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Scrying scry- over there. I feel Brying. like scrying, I don't think that's what it's called. Because I what? thought scrying is like like a what's done in certain like like 
Not witchcraft, but like... You're allowing supernatural spirits to command your hand and write things down. That's right. No, I'm getting messages and I'm writing them down. Well, I mean, okay. (laughs) Anyway. In Spain, this is a Spanish one. Or Spanish, Spanish-speaking countries, which I mean, that would be Mexico. I asked my grandma about that, or maybe she fucking knows. Uh, Tuesday the thirteenth gets people wound up. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's something I'm gonna write that down and observe. Tuesday, Cause Tuesday the in or is it Martes or Tuesday in Spanish comes from the Roman god war of war Mars Tuesday. Um, which I thought was Mars was for Monday, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Forever tying the day to violence, death, and bloodshed. So I guess that's where that comes from. Yeah. That was weird. That's a weird one. I guess my grandma about that. She knows anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, whistling is a superstition, apparently. Uh, so not whistling in general, but specifically whistling indoors. And at the sun are both ill-advised actions according to Russian and Norwegian superstitions, respectively. Mm. Whistling indoors supposedly leads to financial problems. Yeah. And in Norway, whistling at the sun, like, are you looking at the sun or whistling yeah. at the, I don't know what the hell that means. Supposedly causes rain. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. All right, yeah, I, I don't people whistle indoors anyway. It's kind of, like, obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this one I always thought was weird, right? Because I've seen it said before. I forgot where. But I always thought it was like a bad place because it, it made you not part of the group. Mm-hmm. But sitting at the corner of a table. Hmm. Right? Um, it's another Russian and Hungarian superstition. But I guess it made way to American things. Um, sitting at the corner of the table is bad luck. Uh, the unlucky uh, diner where allegedly get married. Some say uh, the bad luck only hangs around for seven years, but at most superstitions, why chance it? Ooh, here's a superstition. Now you said mirror. Yeah, I said no. I said I didn't talk about mirrors, but go ahead. Hmm. I didn't say anything about mirror. You guys heard him talk about a mirror, right? No, I said sitting at the corner table. Sitting at a corner of a table across superstition if you're married. Didn't you say something else about mirrors, though? No. Like- you allegedly never get married if you sit at the corner of a table. Well, you get a message from somebody about mirrors. Continuing on. <laughs> that? Okay. So you have something to say about mirrors? Yeah, because I was going to say, I thought you said something about mirrors. I Did said you- married. Did you say something about seven years? Seven years. So if you get a bad luck for sitting in the corner of a table. You apparently would never get married and you get seven years of bad luck. What the heck? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm going to save mirrors. Because right. that might be something. Um, but what it's going to say is, oh, yeah, do you believe in that thing of... I could have swear you said mirrors, though. I said married and it sound like mirrors. I don't know. Maybe the seven, because you know how they say seven years bad luck if you break break a mirror? mirror, Yeah. I don't know. I just thought you said mirrors. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it here in a minute because it's on the list. Yeah, but like, uh, I I believe in that one for some reason. I've broken plenty of mirrors and haven't had that bad luck for that kind of long. 
Um, this one's uh, strange. I've never heard it before. Um, oh, my. Excuse me. Oh, that wasn't it. <laughs> uh, purse or wallet on the ground? Oh, I'm in bad luck then. I put my purse on the ground all the time. Yeah. Potential dirtiness aside, um, superstitions in some Central and South American countries, as well as the Philippines, say resting your purse or wallet on the ground will lead to bad financial luck. And other one-on-the-ground bad luck superstitions sitting directly on cold, hard ground can lead a woman to never having children, according to Russian myth. This seems like etiquette things that people said there's like bad superstition, like... Right, don't leave your wallet on the ground. It's bad luck. Why is it bad luck? Oh, uh, it just is. You know, shit like yeah. that. Mm. Like, don't fart at the table. Oh, why? Uh, you have erectile dysfunction. Uh, you know, uh, like, yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of superstitions were built on people way back when when they didn't know any better, right? Mm-hmm. So that led on to forever being in like common societal norms, right? So, I mean, that's where a lot of them originate from and how we have them today. But yeah, here's uh, mirrors, you were saying. Um, another widely known superstition, obviously, is that breaking a mirror results in seven years of bad luck. In some folklore, a person's reflection in the mirror was thought, uh, thought to house or be connected to the piece of the person's soul. Right? Mm. So that's why if you ever saw black in your eyes and the reflection in a mirror, your soul was possessed by darkness. Because the eyes are the well, I window. I don't like mirrors to begin with, but... You know, I, I think the eyes were the windows to the soul, right? Have people always say that? Yeah. So if your yeah. eyes were black, that's where your soul reflects. Fun fact. Yeah. I actually had an ex-boyfriend, right? That I remember it was the cheesiest, like, I was just like, shake my head... Because he was like, because I have green eyes, right? And uh, I do get a lot of compliments on my eyes, if anything, right? And one of the things he was like, oh, your eyes are so pretty. And I was like, thanks. And he was like, that to me means you have a beautiful soul. <laughs> like, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> He's reading out a book of bad pickup lines. Oh, God. It was bad. <laughs> I was just like... No, but apparently if you break a mirror with your reflection in it, Ooh. as you see your reflection, right? You lose Ooh, a, that gives me bad vibes. You lose a piece like of your soul by doing that. Um, I don't know where I heard this, but apparently some countries, they don't like you taking pictures of them because you, they feel like you steal their pieces of their soul in a picture. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I've I've heard movies and stuff like that where that's been true. Like some uh, tribes, you take, can't take their picture because they think you stole a piece of their soul. That's interesting. Because like the reflection is like their essence of who they are. Um, I've never heard this, but apparently it qualifies an old wives' tale. Uh, birds flying into your home. Hmm. Right. Um. Yeah, it says that birds flying into your home is a bad sign. Especially a said bird circles the room, lands on the back of someone's chair, and then leaves. That supposedly means that person whose chair the bird chose would die. Imagine it was a crow. Ooh. Yeah. That's real. A more Pacific flying death omen can be found in Mexican, hey, and Caribbean folklore. 
The Black Witch Moth. The, oh shit, I've heard of that before. Really? Well, not that exact term, but I think my grandma said something of it. It sounds like Spanish. The moth is a bat-shaped, dark in color, nocturnal, and pretty big. Female moths are wingspans are about six and a half inches. Oh, yeah. I killed one of these things. It's a big-ass goddamn moth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's house. Mm-hmm. It was in there, right? And I remember my grandma saying something about that, about how it's like it's it's a sign of death, right? And I'm me killing it <laughs> what prevents it from happening. I don't know. I just took a broom and beat the shit out of it. This thing was big. Mm. Like a big moth. It was just black and it had like gray patterns on it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's essentially a, a weird list. Yeah. But superstitions aside, no, superstitions aside, superstitious people are also mm-hmm. related to people of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Right? Saying that if you believe in ghosts, oh, you're superstitious and stuff like that. Because you're believing in something that someone told you a long time ago to that was believed to be true. Like I said, a lot of things that were considered etiquette became mm-hmm. parts of superstition just so people would not do that. Mm-hmm. And because people were easily tricked back then and they would believe anything you told them. Yeah. Like I said, the same mindset if he's used today, if you told them something is to be true and they believe it, then it becomes essentially a common norm of society. Except not everything sticks around like that. That's why cultures, certain parts of the world have their own. Mm-hmm. Um like my uh, like my grandmother with her uh, Mexican voodoo by putting the egg underneath the bed. It's mm-hmm. not that's not that Rita right? <laughs> Rub it on your why, head. Why is your laugh sounding more and more like Brandon's? Is what I'm confused about. Neurodivergence reflects people around it, right? So yeah. sometimes I will mimic people's voices as a sign of like saying I. I see you. I know you. Okay. Well, Brandon's listening to this. Yeah. He's starting to laugh like you. I thought I was starting to laugh like my dad. You were, but now you're starting to laugh like Brandon. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's weird. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of called you out on a. You broke my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. Um. But yeah, superstitions a lot that align with you know. Religious things, stuff like that. So ghosts essentially falls into that category because people saw this as a superstitious belief, mm-hmm. right? Believing in ghosts and stuff like that and demons and vampires and werewolves and stuff like that. Oh, that's superstitious belief. You know what you're talking about. Which, yes and no, right? Good werewolves have exist. I think that's an episode for the future, by the way. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, do they still exist today? Who knows? Do you care of vampires have existed? I think so. Do they still exist today? I don't know. Right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that before. We had an episode on vampires, right? One of the early mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Um, that's like one of the early episodes. So if you want to yeah. go back to like episode three or four, go, go find it. No, I don't think it was that early. I think it was like maybe in our teens, like 10, 15. And that was early. 12. Yeah. We're yeah. at like 48 now, by the way. I lost track. Yeah, so we're getting we're getting close, kind of close to our year mark. Yeah, and hopefully kinda at that uh, hopefully at that point we can do the uh, the live from uh, Texas. Well, after I get the other shot and you get yours, then we'd be good to go over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, and I think 
it was talked about to be superstitious because someone saw the aspects of what creates superstition and a sense of telling unintelligent people, ignorant people to think something and they believe it. And they thought, you know, ghosts and spirits fall in that category. So they automatically lumped it in with it when we know better. Because the idea of ghost hunting, like we do now, and paranormal investigating, right? Which I think that's why there's two terminologies. Ghost hunting sounds like you're hunting them, but paranormal investigating sounds like you're actually trying to learn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what we call yourself paranormal investigators. It's not, not ghost hunters. Um, but we know that this is not superstitious. This is not a superstitious belief to believe in spirits and ghosts and stuff like that. Even demons and other things that go, go in that. Hell, I even seen a goddamn gnome. Right? You were the gnome. I like saw it. Like he's petrified yeah. of my mom. She's doing a... Um... Nah, if it attracts him, I'm going to be pissed. If I go out there one night, I see him standing there. She wants to build a pond um, that looks like something out of like a fairy tale design. Yeah. So, great. Just so... great. If I walk out there and I see him in there, human! Uh, Fuck. I'm, <laughs> I'm punting him clear across the fence. Oh my gosh. Watch him grab down my shoe. Oh crap. <laughs> I just see you outside. Like, <laughs> ah, ah, get it off! Get it off! What did I just see? Please don't get him! <laughs> um, no, that's what I said. Like, the idea of fairy tale and folklore was considered superstitious as well. The whole category of it, of things outside the norm. Of the paranormal and weird and unusual was established as superstition. Those ones I gave you a list of, those are still used today. People just see that as a common, oh, not jinxing yourself. Even the idea of jinxing yourself, right? Like, you know, saying the same thing as someone else at the same time. Oh, you jinxed me, or we jinx each other, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way to unjinx it is one of us got to buy a Coke or something, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Those are just like things that someone made up and it sticks to this day. It makes me wonder, though, what common norms that people do or starting to do that will never say consider superstition but something that will like be not jinxing yourself in the future like when we're old and gray like something that kids are doing today that might stick around that long mm. yeah something to think about yeah um i think we're out of material <laughs> no i thought we we're out of material it's just you know, this can only kind of go so far. But it's kind of interesting. Again, like the paranormal. Because it, it fits in. Because, you know, obviously with psychics, they're, they're kind of trying to predict the unknown. And it's kind of... That is like the paranormal is like the unknown. You know what I mean? Well, that's the point of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Is to, to basically say that superstitions and prophecies were created in a sense of making the idea of something outside of reality, outside of the normal, unreal, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're prophesizing and prophecies aren't real because some people get it wrong. Psychics, like yourself, see things that happen, whether how far away or how close, mm-hmm. right? And you have to interpret it a different way. As people with superstitions, right, were labeled as just ways to trick people into doing something that based on their religion or their belief – they would believe, right? And they'd get cursed if they do otherwise. Yeah. So throwing in ghosts, something outside of people's norm of reality, would be in a category that they could use to make people don't believe in that because it breaks them out of the reality. Basically unplugs them from the matrix, as people say, right? 
people don't want to escape the sense of normality of their reality. Yeah. So labeling as superstitious helps them cope with that. It's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, so the other superstitions are not going on wood and not going underneath a ladder, don't break a mirror, you know, stuff like that. Those fall into that because it's just something, yeah, he don't break my mirror, that's expensive, you know? You get seven years of bad luck, really? Yeah, you know, stuff like that. It's like things that people have done to make people believe it because people were really gullible back mm-hmm. then. Hell, people are so gullible now. But I guess that's probably a generalized reason of why Supernatural was lumped in with it. Yeah. Yeah. So for next week, what's our next episode? Cryptids part two. Oh. A lot of our listeners went, yes! Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of cryptid people. Yeah. Which is not in our forte. The crazy cryptids. No, I'm just kidding. Now, we talked about some main ones, right? Mm -hmm. Last one. So I want to try to talk about some ones that are not so well known. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I know you talk with Yami and she probably got a good list of shit that you go like, yeah, talk about this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and all things weird. Uh, we didn't really go in Bigfoot that much, did we? Mm-mm, no. Not really. Yeah. Because we had the cryptids, like, way back in the earlier episodes. We've learned a lot more things from since then. Yep. So, um, yeah, Cryptids 2 is next week. And an announcement, um, we have our bonus episode coming out uh, it would be Wednesday of next Wednesday week. Wednesday of next week from the Friday you're listening to now. So look for that. Is with, funny enough, Brandon of No Quarter Paranormal. Yep. If you remember Brandon, well, he's our fearless leader of No Quarter Paranormal, the paranormal team that we are part of. But he was also part of a previous investigation team that we, uh, sorry, I investigated, or I investigated. Oh my I, gosh, get your words together. I'm tired. Man. If I can, vaccine is making me tired. Um, uh, of a uh, conversation uh, interview I had with uh, a previous team with him and another person that if you go back to October episodes, you can uh, check out. But yeah, so a bonus episode will come out Wednesday where I talk to Brandon about all things paranormal investigating. I'll talk to him about previous cases he's done, cases he wants to do in the future, and, the, and essentially how he became a paranormal investigator to begin with from his point of view. Yeah. So that's going to be a good one to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, so look for that uh, coming next Wednesday. As always, guys, catch you can find us on our Instagram at uh, Hidden in the Shadows po- uh, podcast, our Twitter at Hidden in the Shaw Six, uh, our TikTok Hidden in the Podcast Two. I'm not saying with a Boston accent; that's how it's spelled. <laughs> uh, we have a YouTube channel as well, Hidden in the Shadows podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. No one cares about it. No one cares oh about gosh. Facebook anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's where old people hang out. No. Hey, George, look, you're on the Facebook. Uh, you see the pictures of my grandkids? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. So, with that said, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes.